0: Welcome, Chumbas, to Rabbits Ramblings Podcast 396. This time I have a little bit to say about Cyberpunk 2.0 and the Phantom Liberty DLC, which I have just barely started. So pretty much just a little bit of rambling about that. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So for those who have not played Cyberpunk 2077 since launch there is now a 2.0 update which is sort of the culmination of a bunch of minor changes they've done uh, sort of in the past three years. So if you haven't played since launch like me uh, you can go back for free and all of that will update for you. One of the biggest changes for me which eliminates Uh, One of my biggest issues I had with the game is that it is no longer level-based. You can go anywhere and do anything you want, and the enemies will scale in terms of this is an easier or this is a more difficult encounter within its scaling. So you do still have uh, some areas that are harder, some that are easier. Of course, as you level up, uh, things will become easier overall as you have more skills and more ways to... Uh, you know, kill the bad guys. But the biggest issue for me in that regard was no matter how many points I put into, uh, at the time it was sort of pistol and critical chance, it didn't really feel impactful at all because anytime I got a weapon that was even just a few levels higher than my pistol, all of those perks became irrelevant because the overall damage. You know, in terms of DPS from the new weapon, it was just significantly better, and so why bother having those perks? But since everything scales now, the way you invest in your character actually will matter because those things that scale will scale, and then anything you've added in terms of perk and specialization will add on top of that, so there will be a very noticeable difference between uh, things you have invested in and things you have not Speaking of that, a completely different skill system now exists. There are some similar perks, and you will see similarities. But basically, all of the trees have been completely redone and are actually now trees, uh, instead of just this uh, random mishmash from what I remember of the original. They are still divided into what stats they are based on. So as example, in the body area, there are... Pretty much three trees for all of the stats, and the middle tree for body is about uh, sort of survivability and tanking. So at the very bottom, you have a little bit of health regeneration, which probably most people want to take that one who are doing any kind of fighting. And then as you go up the tree, you get higher regeneration and a combined effect with a cyberware called the blood pump, that when you use that instead of your healing item... It will give you basically temporary hit points, as well as a bunch of extra generation. So I find that very cool. Since I brought up the healing item, all of the items now, like healing items, grenades, that you have on your person are on a recharge timer. So there are several perks which give you an extra charge, or it will give you 20% faster recovery during X. And you don't have to ever worry about running out. Well, I mean, you'll run out if they're all on cooldown, but, you know, you have two or three charges if they're perked, and so you'll always have them. You you can use it, use it, use it, and then, you know, you're out until the timer comes back. You don't have to worry about, oh, no, now I'm out of healing. I have to run away and buy some. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. Additionally, all of the crafting has been removed from the trees. Previously, uh, I forget which attribute it was under but it was under one of the attributes but now it's just crafting everybody does crafting and there's not a specific uh, requirement attached to it there is like two perks i think that benefit it in tech tree maybe three uh there's one that gives you extra crafting mats when you pick mats up there's one i forget <laughs> what the second one does but the one that chains off of that second one is When you upgrade a cyberware, you actually get to pick from three different options uh, instead of just, you know, upgrading what it is. Which is kind of deceptive because if you have a cyberware, say, that gives you a couple of extra hit points and maybe a faster healing item regeneration, you know, the first option you get of those three choices will be the same thing, just, you know, higher. Cyberware is actually now attuned to specific stats, Maybe you have one that does critical chance and critical damage, and maybe that is based on your reflex skill. Or maybe you have one that does extra sneak attack damage, and that one is based on cool. So there is a reason to push your attributes deeper than you may actually want in terms of perks. And speaking of perks and attributes, your attributes you cannot ever refund except for one time in your entire uh, character's lifespan, which I think is dumb. So be very careful on that. However, all of the perk points you spend in the various trees can be refunded at any time, any number of times. So you could be in the middle of the combat and be like, you know, I really don't like the perks in this tree. I'm going to move them over to this other tree and then just continue on with the combat. I haven't tried that, so it might not be true. Uh, I've just done it outside of combat, but feel free to spend your perks however you want. You know, experiment, try different things out. Just know that you will be limited by how deep you are in that uh, specific stat. And of the five stats, I think they are body, reflex, tech, intelligence, and cool. And you can see the the perk tree and what you'll get uh, for the depth of each one right away. So, you know, right when you start, uh, definitely, you know, do look around and see what you might want to invest in. There are also tiers, which is at 4, 9, 15, and 20. And you'll see that uh, in the tree if you look at it. There is also a very awesome uh, online character builder that lets you mess around with the points and save the build on the official website. So you can plan it out uh, till your heart's content you know, say, oh, what would I look like at max? Okay. Okay. That's what my character would look like at max and then save it. Or, you know, if you're just going to play kind of casually, maybe you'll only get halfway to max, you know, plan something out that instead of using, I think it's 66 stat points, you know, go up to maybe 40 stat points and then plan your build around that. There is also a police system, which works in you know, several other games' police systems, so that works as you expect it to now instead of before, which just kind of didn't work at all. And some minor things have changed too, like the throwing weapons are now counted as a, you know, reusable, consumable item, so much like the health and grenades. If you look on the throwable item, they will have a return time, so you just throw it, you don't have to worry, it will come back to you after that time. I actually liked them so much uh, when I first started that I was using two knives to throw and then an assault rifle, and that way I would throw one, I would switch and throw the other one, and then, you know, about a second later, the first one would be back, and so I could just cycle through that. Although, you know, with my play style, if I'm (laughs) discovered, then I'll just go loud with the assault rifle and throw grenades everywhere. So that is... Uh, quite fun and different than the original game. The original game, uh, they didn't, you know, everything was its own single use thing. So, much like healing or grenades, you know, you'd throw it, oops, I am out of knives now, that's it. Or you'd make like, you know, 15 or 20 in your inventory and then you'd have to switch it over and switch it over and switch it over. And, uh, you know, that was just not fun. Now it is actually super fun and <laughs> is actually very tempting to consider uh, maining. Uh, throwing items, which you could totally do. All of the builds in the new system are actually extremely viable. You can make a very viable, you know, blade build, or, you know, blunt weapon build, or, you know, super heavy ranged build that, you know, uses heavy machine guns and explosives. You know, whatever you want to do, it can very easily adapt to that style, and you could main, you know, one weapon, or two weapons, or three weapons. still. don't really recommend it uh, to to spend too many points and too many weapons, because then you just get spread out and you're not uh, very focused. I do get, uh, you know, not going all the way for some things, like the throwing weapons I really like, you know, where it stops around uh, 15 before you invest into sort of the finishing moves, because the finishing moves are just like, if you're maining it, uh, you know, then they're great, but if you're just like, You know, I'm going to throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Okay, now we're going loud. You know, then you don't really need to main and focus just on the one. But there are so many options and, you know, each sort of play style feels, you know, very valid and rewarded uh, for spending those perk points, whereas they didn't before. Also, there is a system that I think did exist in the original version, although people just didn't really talk about it all that often. And there are five... Sort of passive skills. I forget the exact names. The one I'm building most into is Headhunter and Shinobi. I think it's Solo and like Netrunner and Engineer are the other ones. But these are passive things. So as you do various things with the various skills, which each one is kind of tied to a tree, like Headhunter is kind of tied to critical hits and stealth. So that's why I'm really high on that one. Shinobi, I think, is tied to Blades. They seem to each be tied to sort of a particular stat. But they will go up automatically, and as you increase them, I think they go up to 50 in increments of 5. So, you know, the first one, you'll get maybe 2% extra of this, or 3% extra of that. And I think for most of them, at I think 15, you get uh, a perk point. So you can spend that perk point, you know, wherever you want. So these are worth uh, looking at. They're not worth uh, stressing out over, you know. If you can, you know, do more of a specific thing, you know, go ahead, you know, and and build it up. But like for me, I hardly ever do any hacking stuff. So my Netrunner one is actually really low. It's only like 5 or 10. And I think Headhunter is like in the 40s. So... You know, it's kind of against your style. But like I said, you can move the perk points around uh, as much as you want. But do be careful, you know, not to invest too many stat points if it's not something you are going to keep um, long term. Like I said, I've barely touched uh, Phantom Liberty so far. I did restart a new playthrough, and I'm having just a super awesome fun time. So I've been doing uh, a lot of side stuff and not really rushing. But I would say for the probably maybe four or six hours I've been in the expansion. I have done three or four quests, and they've all been really good and really well written, and the new characters are super great, and their uh, voice actors seem very well suited uh, for these new characters. And Johnny Silverhand does make a return, so if you're like me and you were restarting a playthrough and you see him, you know, quite a bit He turns up, you know, just as naturally in the new area uh, as he would anywhere else in the base game. And I would say Keanu does a better job uh, as Johnny this time. He feels a little bit more cohesive, probably because of the direction, uh, in terms of what the director told him. Because the lines I've done in the expansion so far do seem a little bit more linear. There aren't as many, you know, branching options in conversations. It's usually just a couple of choices or, you know, the extra lines that you say the extra line and then uh, you go back to the required line. So that's much easier uh, from an acting directing standpoint of your character's motivation is this, they're feeling that. But I would uh, highly recommend it. And I would say, you know, if you're like me and you enjoyed the first game but you didn't really play uh, any extra content, because it just felt kind of okay, not particularly special. Uh, I would say definitely uh, re-download the game, uh, grab the 2.0 update, and uh, see if you feel the same, because I feel uh, very different. I actually really love it now. I'll probably max out my character, and, you know, like I said, I'm having a super fun time just taking my time and doing all the side things I didn't do before, and now I'm finding out, you know, so much more Uh, about the world and the characters in the world who aren't, you know, part of the main story. There are some that run just as deep uh, in terms of, you know, it's a side quest, but it is written just as well as a main quest. So, you know, if you enjoyed it uh, at all at launch, I would definitely say check it out again. It's probably not a whole lot different for you uh, in terms of story and quests if you did play it at launch. But I do love it uh, quite a bit. It is a bit pricey at 30 bucks, but I uh, have loved it, you know, quite a bit. I've only played, you know, six-ish hours maybe of the DLC. But for being able to play through and replay, you know, the core game and enjoy it far more than I did before, you know, that's an extra, you know, 30 hours of value right there. So I think it is uh, quite worth the 30 asking price. It might be a little high for some since reviewers do say if you just uh, push the DLC and that's all you do, it's only about 15 hours. But, you know, there are all those side gigs and extra stuff to do, so there is uh, quite a bit more to do than just the main quest line. And they do add uh, a little bit of new things with the uh, Phantom Liberty DLC. Oh, also, uh, there are new iconic uh, weapons in the DLC area, so that is very cool, and all of the iconic items... Base game and expansion can now be upgraded, so that's uh, a new option in your uh, character crafting menu. So if you had something you enjoyed in the base game, and you're like, oh, I would have liked to have you know kept using this, but it got out-leveled and it was pointless, well, now that's not the case. You can uh, upgrade it as much as you want, and you know with the scaling overall, uh, it stays valid forever. But like I said, I, I do enjoy it quite a bit, and if you enjoyed it uh, at all, Uh, I would highly recommend it. That's all I have to say for this podcast. I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time in like three weeks. This was really uh, the only thing coming out uh, that I knew of. I'm still uh, enjoying Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield I've kind of put on hold while I'm doing the cyberpunk stuff. So I'm mostly bouncing between them. But I don't think there's anything else uh, coming out on the horizon that I can think of except for, you know, Destiny 2 expansion or Elder Scrolls Online expansion, and those are, you know, both uh, early slash first quarter of next year, so that's quite a ways away. So I have no idea uh, what I'll talk about in three weeks, but hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye.
1: at a price point of your choice be sure to put the number one in place of i anytime you type rabbit rabbit's ramblings is copyright eric Stryker, using a creative commons attribution non-derivatives license
0: 2023